listening to the Cock and Bull Podcast. This is a weekly comedy and history podcast where my older brother and I discuss uh, true stories with unbelievable characters. Nathan, yes. you've caught me in the middle of trying to sell my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh! This is kind of embarrassing. Oh, speaking of trying to sell embarrassing things, I had to explain to a woman why she shouldn't take a cashier's check for $10,000 for a Beanie Baby that she was selling. Uh, that happened Are you serious? in real world at my job at a thing I do. Apparently, it's not over, guys. They're still hanging on out there. I offered to bring her cloud. She was not impressed. <laughs> she wasn't impressed. Oh, well, but do, do you know what she was trying to sell? Like, which, nah, which brand, nah, which variety she nah, was after? Because I thought it would uh, be weird to engage with a human being uh, that was trying to sell a Beanie <laughs> Baby like that. And uh, I wanted that conversation over as quickly as possible. And if there's one thing I, uh, I intuited after our episode, it's that the best way to not get that person to go away is to say, hey, tell me about this obsession that you've had for the last 20 years that everyone thinks is insane. I'd like to hear more about that. Nathan, on October 28th, 1794, Robert Liston was born in, oh, fuck, here we go, Eclesmashan. Oh, God damn it. One more time? Eclesmashan. That's not that's not a word. You're just saying is not a letter like you, you Well, I feel like it's a letter in Scotland, which was where this story takes place. He was the son of a Good Transition. Margaret Ireland. I mean, just really on the nose Pardon? with that name. <laughs> he was the son of Margaret Ireland. And Joe Scotland. Uh-huh. And Scottish clergyman and inventor Henry Liston. Also, also, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. This is the guy that invented Listerine. I'm calling it right now, guys. Call it shot. I'm pointing I'm pointing Ooh. this one out to center field. I'm ready to go. Good call. Good call. So he comes from uh, comes from the son of a clergyman. I feel like that's a that's a recurring thing. I feel like a lot of fathers in our stories have been clergymen, men of the cloth. Uh-huh. Also a theme in, uh, in that. Fact, also a theme in that one song uh, in Pulp Fiction about the son, son of a preacher man, and they just do that over and over. You again. know. You know that one. The one. Uma so Thurman Robert Liston, uh-huh. our main character here, his grandfather, actually, who was also named Robert Liston, was the moderator of the General Assembly of the Church of Scotland, which, I mean, I, is is included in the wiki because I'm assuming that's important. I, it does I, not, however, mean anything to me. Moderator of the clergy of the... So what, does he just sit in the middle and go, okay, your turn to talk now. You go. Like, what, is he asking yes. him questions at the debate? I'm confused. He passes the Christly... I've never. And then people I've, can speak. I've been to church a couple times, and uh, I don't remember it needing a lot of moderation. <laughs> I went recently, and it was during the God and Country service, which was mm. a weird, weird church service. To, mm. Like for the, for my first service in twelve years, weird one to decide to join. Drop very, in, very bizarre. Let's combine yeah. our favorite things: America and Jesus. There was a lot of gloating about the uh, Supreme Court situation, and it just uh, generally upset me. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Triggered. You know. Triggered. You know, you know, you know. Uh, Liston received his education at the University of Edinburgh. Uh, he became the first great northern anatomist of Blackwell's magazine, what? and in 1818 became a surgeon in the Royal Infirmary of Edinburgh. Edinburgh? He was the sexiest surgeon alive for Blackwell's magazine. Oh! Okay, all right, cool. I didn't know that was a thing. That's cool. I would get into That's basically get into this. what he was. Great Northern Anatomist just sounds like sexiest doctor great of the year. Great Northern Anatomist. That sounds dangerously like you're trying to come up with a weird euphemism for 
not a dick. I guess an up an up top dick. Like great Southern anatomist would be like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He's got a monster dong. But uh, no, I don't know. Like he's just he's really good at knowing what body parts are, and he's from the North. Is that really all that says? I mean, that's pretty much what that says. All right, Those are the I two mean, labels Blackwell magazines laid out for us. It's not a. I mean, I guess there's worse things to be, but shit. Absolutely. You could be the moderator of the General Assembly of the Church of you Scotland could. and nobody knows what the fuck you do. <laughs> At least if you're the Great Northern Anatomist. You, that is that is actually accurate. A descriptive, it definitely has a, uh, a cohesive language to it and I, I like that. And in 1818, became a surgeon in the Royal Infirmary of Edinburgh. So he's like, a, he's doing well as a doctor. He's a, um, he's a, I feel like there's a lot of things in England that's like the royal something, something of something, something. And I'm always confused as to whether or not that means you're the surgeon for the actual royal family or the king or the queen or if that just means. That's a good point. They named the hospital that and that's what we called it. That, you know. That's probably more accurate and probably. takes a lot of the luster away from really the great northern anatomist. In the well, early 1800s... They can't take that title <laughs> away from him. He'll die with that. In the early 1800s, anesthesia was nothing like it is now. Uh, Nathan, tell me, what do you think getting a broken leg was like in 1805? What do you do with that? Uh, if I, uh, I imagine it's much like uh, when horse racing happens, you just die. They take you all back and they shoot you. <laughs> or, they uh, put you down. Or I've seen I've seen a Christmas Carol. I assume that you're a cute little cripple, and then you 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 die again. They just they kill you. You don't survive. Why? Why would you? I want never to? see the. There's never the old cripple in those European. Oh, know, there dystopians. is. There it's is. always the he's, young cripple. He's on he's on the street. He's a filthy peddler man, and he's he's begging for a, a shilling or a toppins. I don't know. I I feel like there was a homeless person mm. in Mary Poppins. Maybe not. Maybe it's just actual people <laughs> in London. And if it's not in Mary Poppins, frankly, it's just not how things worked in Europe. Ah, yeah. I mean, that's really how I get my cultural... I imagine it's a lot of suffragettes, a lot of cannons going off, and uh, a lot of bad Cockney accents. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Now's, now's time to put it to the test. Nathan, have you actually seen Mary Poppins? I've seen uh, the shit out of Mary Poppins. I've seen Mary okay. Poppins like eight ways right. to Sunday. I am stoked for the Mary Poppins reboot because I have an unhealthy love for Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, but Aren't we yeah. all, though? Aren't uh, we all? I mean, we should be. We should be. I I don't know. Is Julie that Andrews movie is, be in that? That movie is pretty, uh, it gets pretty weird for some parts. I think people kind of forget. It gets a little uh, fucked up. Um, also, well, I didn't all, take- All old Disney's got to get weird for a little bit. Dumbo's yeah. got the, the, you know, acid elephants- you know, well, yeah, uh, no, that was, uh, also, have you seen the reboot of that they're doing? Holy hell. Like, dude, if Tim that Burton, was a get off, yeah. like, stop it, Tim. Back off and stop putting yeah, Danny I, DeVito in oversized top hats. Just stop it. <laughs> I had to experience that one at like live as a trailer came on when I was when I was watching Ant-Man 2 in the theater. Uh, oh, that ooh, high roller over yeah. here, guys. I, you know, I was I was up in the mezzanine watching that Paul Rudd. No, but I saw that trailer pop up, and uh, I I don't know. That's when it really hit me that just there's no new movies. It's no, never happening again. No, 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 no. We're done. We're done. We've jumped the shark. We're done. On cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. So and we've tasked it to I, Tim Burton to recreate all of the cinematography library. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Anesthesia. Yeah. So, you break your leg. So the, all right. We're back around. We made it. Right, right. If you break your leg... I, in the 1800s, I imagine sorry, that, that leg's again, probably I, I gotta was, go. I was kind of joking, but I do just imagine that you were done. Like, that's never gonna reset. That's never gonna be okay again. You're just dead, and it's well, gonna hurt like a bitch. 
Well, I mean, yeah, the legs probably, it, it's irreparably fucked if it breaks it's irreparably in the fucked. 1800s, um, which if you don't die, the legs got to go. Yeah. So if the legs got to go. When was Santa Anna? He lost Santa Anna was, he was 1800s, I think. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, he, he survived. So obviously there's something to be done there. Yeah. Amputation is the way you go. Oh, um, good. So, so just like, I want to teach, I want to teach a little bit here. Oh, I, I wondered as a boy when I watched my Civil War dramas, which was just far too often in this household. I feel like I any time you want to watch TV with Dad, a man's getting a limb sawed off. I call shenanigans. We watched very little Civil Ken Burns, the Civil War thing was over. We we did not watch that in our household that much, but but I, I'll follow along for our fanciful japes. I just don't want to pinhole Dad as a weird Civil War buff. Well, nowadays, if you want to go downstairs and sit down with Pop Pop, it's it's oh, Law and Order. Oh, okay. It's Jerry Orbach. Oh, it was and his, always his Jerry. funny I, antics. Dad, Dad, yeah. love of Law and Order is what almost got me to go to law school because I wanted to be Sam Waterston <laughs> so badly, so so badly. <laughs> you thought you thought that's what it would be? Would be just wise cracking? Uh-huh. No, well, not being the. I guess you wouldn't want to be the cop. You'd want to be in the. No, 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 I wanted to hang out, I wanted to be Sam Waterston, I wanted to wear the suit and say important things, but get to hang out with Jerry Orbach. Yeah, okay, okay. You want to be the ride-along as Jerry's, uh-huh. you know, just, just real, giving his two cents, giving his funny two cents as yep, a man is yep. locked away for life. Uh-huh, yep. and, uh, and, and his funny quips about the murdered hooker that he found once a week. Yep, yep. <laughs> that man just, it was, it was really just a part of the nine to five for him. I it know that's really, kind of I'm how cops sure, do. I'm, I want the Jerry had reboot. too much fucking fun with it. I want the gritty reboot of Law and Order where, and that may just be SVU, but I want it where we find out why Jerry's so damn broken inside that all he can do is joke about dead bodies <laughs> everywhere around him. Like Jerry, something fucked up happened to Jerry back in Nam, and I just something happened to Jerry. He's way too up on that gallows humor. So he when really you amputate is. a limb, Nathan, God why damn, don't you just yeah, we are off it. the rails on this one. Fuck. Why don't you? Why don't you just do it with an axe? Why don't you just lob it off in one quick chop? Do you know why? Well, I. Now, I've cut things with an axe, and uh, bones kind of splinter when you cut at them, I'd imagine. And so I imagine if you just mm-hmm. whacked at it, it would just, like, mangle some more, and you really need more precision than you do mangling in this instance. Exactly. You're right. You're God right. damn, that almost so never the, you know, Bone shards go flying into the remaining parts of your terrible leg, and then those little cuts lead to infections, and you die. So yeah. if you right. amputate... You've got to saw it off well, yeah. back and forth like it's a two-by-four. Like a two-by-four. And by in four. an age without anesthesia, that's, like, probably the worst thing that can happen Ooh, to you. Oh, yeah, because the more I think, oh, yeah, because there's just no way. Oh, fuck that shit. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. Nope. In fact, nope. anesthesia at this point was virtually non-existent. In 1842, Dr. Crawford Long used ether to numb a patient for surgery. <laughs> that was the first time. J- just two years later, nitrous oxide was used in a oh, drag race. Shit. I mean, in a dental operation. <laughs> how did we figure that? How did we make it gash about? I would assume chloroform. I just assume if it worked good enough for 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 old timey rapists on a glove and a knock them out, just just you know, to sniff the glove and there they go to sleep, and then let's hack it off. You know, that's probably it. But I imagine the doctors actually probably did it first. I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. And some of them were, were, were huffing at it. Yeah. I I thought you would just whack them over the head <laughs> with like a frying pan or something of that effect. Just knock them out. No. I mean, not you're already, they're already pretty fucked up. A concussion is going to be the least of their worries. Like, come on. Listen, that's all fun in James Bond films, but like getting knocked out is is a really life threatening situation. Oh, so as life threatening as medically getting your in- legs sawed off. They don't want to medically induce head injuries. Ah. 
Instead, they want to medically induce terrible trauma. There so, when you needed an amputation done in Robert Liston's time, uh, many would say the faster the better was kind of the name of the game. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a guy who can do it in three minutes or a guy who can get it done in ten, who do you prefer? I mean, I mean, this is definitely this is definitely one of those situations where uh, we're I don't know what what is quality over quantity when it comes to speed. Like I want the Jiffy Lube guy. <laughs> I want the Jiffy Lube of leg cutoffs. Like I don't care if it looks pretty. I want that gone. Please happen. Please, please, God, happen. You've got to have faith that the, the fast guy is also talented, I guess. Mm, it's not how good you saw Bones off. It's how good you saw Bones off fast. I stole that from a lawnmower commercial. I'm <laughs> now, citing my Robert, now. Robert, by the testament of many, was one of the fastest surgeons in all of Europe. Oh, I was hoping you His were going to say in the West. By pro no, by definition, no. His record times for surgery and amputation went down to just two minutes. Good lord. Good that Lord. is some breakneck sawing. That is a that is a, you couldn't get through like a standard Fugazi song in the amount of time it took this guy to hack a limb <laughs> off. Like, and if he's not blaring punk with his Apple oh, earbuds ab in, that is absolutely. You are not listening to Enyo when that happens. You are going. You want just like give me something with tempo so that I can get through this. Let's go. Fucking give me Bill Stevens's fast beats while I'm sawing the shit out of this. All right. So he was typically very successful in making the operations as quick and painless as he could. Fuck you. While still making sure. No, stop. <laughs> Fuck you. Quick and painless. He made, you, you're saying a sentence that is, the guy sawing the limb off made it as painless as he could. There is nothing he, short of being a magic man with cocaine on the end of his saw, there is nothing <laughs> that he's done to make this more, like he's not like, I saw around this vein and that makes it less painful. Like, no, you're just sawing I, fast. I guess in the in this context, quick and painless are synonymous. The Does quicker you the are, the less time it hurts. Now, you know I've what used, I mean? I've used a hacksaw on occasion to cut some things. Yeah. Um, and I it takes a lot of forearm. I, I imagine this guy just had like beefy ass for like mm, oh. forearms just just mm. ripped to shreds. And he had those sleeves rolled up. He looked like Popeye in oh, like he a button down I shirt. I imagine it's just it's all cutoffs. Yeah. No, there's no room to restrict. You've got to let those babies breathe. Oh, you got to let them air out, or you're gonna overheat. Gotta get, By the the gotta get patient, those barrels. Pop the button off. He's just in a tank top, just grilling oh, the fuck out of limbs. Absolutely, absolutely in a tank top with a weird apron on it that says like something ironic, like "Kiss the Cook" or something. But it's just him and with you know a saw. he's got the handlebar mustache and the slicked back hair too. I'm just uh -huh, saying, uh -huh. just saying. And, and Rob, we're painting him, a fuckable Robert. Liston. His nickname, his nickname is Bonesaw, and like it's uh, like you kind of <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But yeah, yeah it is. This is what he does. <laughs> oh, so. You know, you want to make sure he's efficient and fast because you don't want to die of gangrene and you also don't want to be screaming in agony for too long. Also, that is also, my, that is the, also the slogan for how I do sex. Efficient and fast. Let's go. <laughs> I thought you meant the gangrene part. And to paint a picture of what that operating room looks like, this is not just Robert get a good fatherly grip on your knee as he's removing the bottom half of your leg. No, yeah. there are like six people holding you down and you are screaming for your life. Well, and yeah, Robert is just... Every one of your instincts is, oh God, stop that, please. Please God, stop that. Oh God, stop that. <laughs> And so I am like I had to have eight people hold me down to put Visine in the other day. I can't imagine sawing off my limb would elicit a less violent reaction. He's even got a little tie back to our very first episode. Oh, Robert in 1846 
became the this is jumping years ahead of where we're at in Robert's nah, you know current fine. bio, but later in life in 1846, Robert would become the first doctor to use anesthetic during a surgery in England, and upon doing so, he screamed, yes, screamed to the room. This Yankee dodge, gentlemen, and beats mesmerism hollow. So ends the age of agony. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that whole, like, slicked back hair, uh, Motley crew playing in the background, greaser punk doctor is uh-huh. not that far off. We actually, nail- I, we actually nailed him. For whatever reason, he just had to remind the room that Franz Mesmer was full of bullshit, even though and, he'd been dead for, I think, like 50 years at this point. And in his defense, he was. And that's just a thing that you should do. So anytime you do something <laughs> successful, just remind everyone around you about something. Like, like, the next time I do something good at work, I'm just going to be like, boom, bitches, how you like that? Also, Henry Kissinger's a war criminal. And, like, just, just <laughs> remind people because it's important that people remember. <laughs> for... So, so Robert Liston was an awesome surgeon. We have said that enough this episode. We really um, have. But Robert Liston is not exactly remembered for being an awesome surgeon. He's not remembered uh, for anything because I don't know who the fuck he is. Other than I was the sexy say. doctor in my weird 18th century steampunk video game that I'm building in my head right now. First, there was a leg. We don't quite remember why this poor person needed his leg amputated. Uh, but Nathan, let's flex that imagination a little further. What did that poor guy do? How did he break that leg? Uh, well, we're in Scotland, and I uh, know two things about Scotland, and one of them oh is boy. Braveheart, so I'm going with <laughs> kilt, freedom. Ac- kilt freedom face paint accident. Makes sense. Braveheart reenactment. Liston- was, it was the 1800s, though, and I know Braveheart mm. didn't happen then, so I'm going with Braveheart reenactment. I gotcha. I gotcha. Robert He's a Braveheart set, cosplayer. He set that saw to the leg and prepared to speed demon his way through it. As well he um, does. And speed through it he did, hacking that leg off in his usual two and a half minute haste. He's whackety, he also just, just me. He, he also took off the dude's nuts in the process. Whoa! Hold the <laughs> that fuck. That part was not intentional. <laughs> he uh, went too uh, fast. Uh, okay, okay, stop it. Was he taking the leg off at, like, where? Where was he taking the it hip. off? At, like, the hip? At the hip. Okay. That is yeah. slightly, slightly <laughs> more acceptable because I was imagining the knee, <laughs> and I don't um, I don't understand, like, whip, 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 oh, oh, right up in the dick, right up in the dick zone. Like, okay, so he's just got a big, long seat. That's, that's where you got to be careful because you, you're fast and you're efficient, but mm, that's the downside to speed. You lack precision. And, uh, if anything... That, that precision that, just that patient castrated a man. That patient should have been thankful. He was just distracting him from the leg pain, I imagine. Robert knows what he's doing. I think at that um, point, if you're gonna if you're gonna become a eunuch, why not why not just go all in? Now now you're a one legged <laughs> no bald man. You you have you have very few prospects left at that point. <laughs> but that's not even his most famous accident behind the knife. Or saw Part, pardon? See, there was yet another person who was being amputated at the hip. Another he, bad leg. Did did he did he amputate just the whole bottom half? Did he just cut the hip off and then, oh god, oh it's a, oh it's the, the lady sawed in half. He accident, accidentally sawed the man in half laterally, just going so fast. Um <laughs> horizontally would be like vertically would be even more impressive. With Liston's assistance holding this screaming patient down on the table, Liston began carving fast and furious as he ever did. Once again, 
he took a little more than he needed to. Uh, one of his assistants lost a few fingers as Liston oh carved right fucking through them. God. Oh my god. So how fast is this guy cutting that his assistant got his fingers cut and did not have enough time to go, hey dude, stop it. <laughs> Before they were just gone, they're just gone. Imagine he's not using though. a chainsaw. He's doing this by hand, people. Unless he has actual like earbuds in and is blasting, <laughs> blasting I mean, how the gonna, Motley Crew. How are you going to know the difference in your patient and your assistant screaming? You because know, because your assistant can take his hands off the patient and slap you <laughs> with his three-fingered hand. So. Blood starts flying twice as bad. There's just blood flying everywhere, what? No, all over not, Robert's not good apron. You're cutting a man off at the le- you're cutting a man off at the hip and cutting a man's off fingers. That is not that's not comparable. That's a drop in the blood bucket. The assistant would never recover from the wound. He didn't spontaneously grow his fingers back. He's not a fucking Namekian. What do you what, what do you want him to do? Well, I mean, he died of gangrene. He he came to infection. Well, yeah, because you're in a gangrene room, and then you get your fingers open, and you rub your nubs in some gangrene. Then, as he weathered through and continued hacking and slashing, his saw reached too far back and caught the coat of a closely observing spectator. What? A doctor, very very late in his years. Fuck, what the fuck? Why is old man McGillicuddy watching that closely? What is there to watch? You hack and you slash. There's a room of spectators, I should tell you. Every surgery has a room of old doctors going, hmm, yes, very good, very good. Why? You're old. You don't have the dexterity for this anymore, old man. You're not going to be able to do that. What are you doing? Is this just like their entertainment? Is this like when I watch football? Like, I can't do that, but I'm impressed by it. It's absolutely entertainment. Oh, Absolutely entertainment. That is a weird kind of torture porn that I don't understand. The next day at the... At the tuberculosis well, there's doctors just lean, you know, leaning up against it like, oh, did you see yesterday's surgery? So <laughs> it was so, tremendous. Took so off it, two nuts. So in your analogy, is the tuberculosis well the equivalent of a water cooler? Is that what you're going with there? That, mm, mm, a well that you got you tuberculosis like it? out of? Yeah, did you like it? Was that, was I that did, a good I, one? I was, impre- was I was I was happy with it. I'm okay. just imagining right. a well in the middle of the hospital though, just like a like a just apropos of nothing, just a well. This has been inside the bit with Nathan and Spencer. We yeah, hope you'll tune no. in next week. You got You really got to break them down sometimes, guys. The coat was the only thing that tore. Apparently, the tugging and the blood of the assistant led the old man to believe that he'd been slashed in the procedure, and in a panic, <laughs> he fell to the ground and died of a heart attack. Oh. <laughs> No, so the guy literally got his coat cut, saw blood, thought he might have been cut, and that was enough to kill uh-huh. him. He does. He, he, he should have. Li- no, no, that man was gonna die anyway. That man, that man was dead regardless of what happened. If that's enough to kill you, you're dead regardless. <laughs> you're you're at a murder. You're you're literally at a deliming for entertainment value, and the thought that blood is out and about and it might be yours is enough to kill you. Fuck you. <laughs> Surely someone was going to sneeze that day, and that would have killed him, too. It, it, Just, no, yeah, there's no way that it's like, oh, glory be. Like, that guy got off on the concept of getting cut. Like, that's, that, no, uh-uh. I don't, I don't buy that. Now, which me, now, despite all that, Liston completed the surgery in a record two minutes. Oh, my God. So, tell me there's somebody. I just want to imagine there's someone there in, like, a referee's jersey and a sweatband and just a stopwatch <laughs> just going, oh, come on. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, the guys that are, are actually counting at the hot dog eating contest, like, 
you're trying to, to pretend there's something impressive here, but it's just it's just horrible, and you're just kind of uh, there's a fucking well. there's a there's a pudgy Italian man in a like a bright red red tracksuit, and he's just like fucking rubbing Robert's shoulders, and he throws the towel on him. <laughs> Get it, boy! Oh, oh god! Get that leg off! Slapping his ass! Yeah! Yeah! Way to hustle. Now, record time, two minutes. That has to mean that he fucking maimed everybody around him and was just jamming through it. No time to think. This man is not a a, a rogue. He is not. This is our barbarian. This is our this is our (laughs) fucking melee. He does blade flurry and just goes like he sees red and just it's gone. Everything in my way is dead. Don't get in my way, please. (laughs) The man has no perception. He's just back and forth, back and forth. Highway to hell. <laughs> no time to stop. I just imagine. Kickst- I don't know why kickstart my heart is just in there. Just, just I don't. Just that. <laughs> uh, just something about Tommy Lee feels like it should be underscoring this this murder the, fest. The patient, unfortunately, but not unexpectedly, also died of gangrene. Well, of course he did. The assistant died of gangrene. The guy with the 12-inch gaping wound is going to get some gangrene. Um, this is the only surgical procedure with a 300% mortality rate. <laughs> My god. One oh, for shit. the books. Oh, that must have fucked up his that must have fucked up his KD ratio. Like something fierce. It really did, didn't like, it? <laughs> like not like, all right, I haven't had anyone die this week, and then three die on the same one. It's like, oh now it looks like I fucking suck. Oh, my batting average is going way down. Damn it. Uh, I would so, drop or, him off my fantasy amputee team. Or so they say. I have to throw down the disclaimer that this is like this is in so many books. Books like what stuff was like before anesthesia or some doctors who fucked up real bad <laughs> an encyclopedia and and so on most scholars consider this tale apocryphal in nature but hey who the hell actually fucking knows honestly uh, like if we if there's we no way to confirm or deny this is literally the only thing that has brought me joy in the last like 24 hours so if don't don't rain on my parade fucking academics right now let me believe in this murder doctor with the the i absolutely believe it was true i I completely believe it it, 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 the murder it's mac from it's always sunny with a handlebar mustache and the duster and it's just it's so good (laughs) daniel day lewis okay it's totally daniel day lewis that's who i it's the only guy i can picture stop 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 now Stop now. TM, 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 TM. This guy's biopic, Daniel Day-Lewis. We will get him attached. We will find a way. Um, he did that one weird movie about the dresses. He will absolutely do this. He is he is getting to that desperate of course for money will. time. Yeah, this is going to be his Lincoln 2.0. Um, oh, shit. And Patton, yeah. said it be- Patton said it best. Any movie he's in is the most intense thing. So I want to see the dramatic close-up of just misty blood spattering him in the face. Now, here's the thing. With just There's eyes only- locked open as he's gnawing this leg off. There's only one person that can direct this movie, and it's fucking Eli Roth, and that's what's getting me excited is I want the fucking (laughs) Saw dudes, and I want Daniel Day-Lewis together, and I want this to happen. God. Damn. I just imagine Carrie Elway's just ripping away at that leg, but with a leather jacket and a duster and three other guys tied around him. I'm ready for it. All right. This has been the Cock and Bull. It's a weekly comedy history podcast. We hope you love it as much as we enjoy making it. We want to thank Driftless Pony Club for allowing us to use their song, There Were Buffalo on the Ark. It comes off the album Cholera. 
Uh, you can catch us every single Wednesday unless we fuck up and do it very late like yeah, we frequently we, we do. Really should, we really got to stop saying that we come out every Wednesday. We'd just be like, you'll get it when you get it, damn it. Or we can rather keep it in the ending that it's every Wednesday. Okay. As long as we also add in, this is the Liars podcast for Liars Men. I was about to say, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me 14 times, goddammit. And, uh, and I feel like we're and almost at the point where statistically charm. we come out less on Wednesday than any other day of the week, but I, I can't prove that. It's our homegrown charm. That's just that's just uh, who he is. I, I, speaking, right. of, speaking of throwback homegrown charm, just don't kickstart my heart on the back end of this one. Come on. Motley Crue ain't litigious. Tommy Lee doesn't need money. We're fine. Let's go. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. Woo!